Hello, friends. My name is Brittany, and this is the Capture the Chaos podcast. Right now, your photography business probably looks like confetti on the floor after a birthday session. A bit of a mess. In this episode, oh, in this podcast, we talk about how you can be more productive and organize your business in order to have success without burnout. We focus on growing your business in the most sustainable way so you can focus on the parts of your life that matter most. You know, I'm a big fan of running your business in less time, so I have a really special guest today, and her name is Coley. Oh my gosh, did I say your name right? You did, girl. Okay. It's Coley James. You did. Good job. <laughs> I was like, that would be perfect for me to say it wrong. This is why I shouldn't do that native intro because one, I messed up in it. And two, it would have given me time to make sure I said your name correctly instead of just riffing it there. But we like raw and we like real. So that's that's just how we I roll mean, here. if it was me, I totally would have left that in. I got to be oh. honest. I'm going to. This is staying. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to stay. Whoops, I messed up. Let me keep going. I know. I think it's um, there's something about not being too polished that resonates with people. And so (laughs) perfect for that because I'm not polished. Anyways. Hi. How are you today? (laughs) I am good, Brittany. Thank you for having me on the podcast. We I I know we're going to have a great conversation. I can already tell. Um, And if you're, well, I know I don't have video on this. Well, I do have video and I can see you, but you have rainbow glasses. And I just knew by this, the look of the rainbow glasses, we were going to have a good time because who doesn't love a good rainbow? Can you introduce yourself to all the people who already probably know you? Well, hello, everyone. I'm Coley James. I am a systems and client experience strategist. I'm based right outside of Boulder, Colorado. And the second half of my business is family photography and filmmaking. Yes, I still actually take photos. Uh, I've been married to my husband for a little over 22 years, and we have a newly minted teenager, which is what is consuming all of my time currently. So lots of coffee, lots of sleep. How do you have a teenager if you're only 27 years old? (laughs) I'm 44, Brittany. There's no way. You look incredible. I mean, I guess I don't know what a 44-year-old looks like. I guess that's you look like you're supposed to. Thank (laughs) you. I'm just made myself lose track. Here we go. Okay. So (laughs) I I really want to talk about automation because you're kind of the queen of systems and automation. And can you tell us, one, for the people who don't know what it is, what is automation? (laughs) Guys, automation is when you pay the robots to do the work that you don't want to do. So let me be a little more specific. When we first start out, we all tend to get clients. We're sending them an email that's like, oh my God, I would really love it if you'd hire me. Please hire me. And you end up typing that email over and over and over again. And so the power of automation is if you can just schedule a few hours to start and you actually write down the emails that you know you're going to send every single one of your clients, you make sure that your offer is as good as it can get and you put it into like a template proposal or quote, you can reuse those those templates and those resources over and over again to save yourself time, which ends up saving you money inside your business. How does it save you money. It, I know time, we all say time is money, but like how okay. does that save you money? So if you are not sure of how much money you currently make each hour in your business, I highly encourage everyone to sit down and do it. The very simple math way to do it is when you have a photography client or if you have a different service, good for you, but sit down and write down all of the time that it takes you to talk to your inquiries, get them booked, send out your client questionnaires, drive to the session, perform the the session, come home, edit, deliver, all that good stuff and get a number of hours. And then I want you to take whatever it is that they paid you and I want you to divide those numbers. That is gonna get you how much money you are making per hour directly working with your client. 
And then I want you to add up all of the time that you took communicating with them, which you did not have to do. And so if you get a CRM like HoneyBook or Dubsado, which is about $40 a month, I want you to see how much money you will be saving by having the CRM software do the hard work for you. Formulas. I love a good formula. I love to sit down and like do these like little formulas and be like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm actually. And then if you're not charging enough, that whole yes. you know, spiel, you're going to be like, I'm making negative dollars an hour. An hour. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, I mean, it goes into a whole nother thing. You need to raise your prices, but that's not what we're talking about today, even though you probably most likely should raise your prices nine times out of 10. <laughs> yes. Oh, I asked in my broadcast channel, I said, what questions do you have about automation? And most of, well, I actually got only one question about automation, which bring, will bring me to my second one first. And the first question is, what is the number one thing people forget in their confirmation automation? So like they book a fo- they book a session and then they com- do the confirmation. What would you say is the number one thing people are missing in that email? Well, I'm going to say two. The first one is for the love of God, say thank you. I think a lot of people just forget to say, I'm so excited to work with you. Thank you for trusting me with your family photos or whatever service it is that you offer. So number one, say thank you. Number two, I encourage everyone, and it's not just the booking confirmation email, it's literally every email in your client experience should end with whatever the next step is. So once they've booked you and they've paid you the money, you know, again, say thank you. If you're going to send them a prep guide, send it. If you're going to send them a client questionnaire, send it. But whatever the next step is, tell them at the end of the email. So if they need to fill out the client questionnaire, tell them that. If they should expect to hear from you two weeks before the session to confirm details, tell them that. There's nothing worse than paying someone a pretty significant amount of money, depending on what your prices are. And then you get this, thanks, you're booked. Like, okay, But what happens now? Like always answer that question for your client in every single email that you send. And, you know, some people might be like, well, that's already, I've already told them. I said it in the booking process Mm -mm. or I said it on the email. People don't read. (laughs) You got to repeat it. That brings me to the second thing. I only got one question, you know, about automation. And I think some people are like, automation, I don't want to do that. So why do you think people are scared of automation? It's guys, it's hard. It's hard to turn over a task and trust that the software is going to do what you're telling it to do. And so that's what ends up. There's two things. People are afraid that it's not going to work correctly. And people are afraid that their clients are going to get like offended that you're sending them automated emails. Guys, as a consumer, do you not appreciate automated emails? Do you not like it when your credit card company reminds you that I have payment due or that they're going to take the money from your bank account or that you have a dental appointment that you booked six months ago that you freaking forgot about? All of these things are things that we enjoy as consumers. And we just think that on the other side of the lens, our clients aren't going to appreciate being treated like, you know, just another number. But guys, it's service. It's service to them. It's service to you to send these automated emails and payment reminders and automatically sending them a client questionnaire or whatever it is that you need to send, because then you know that it's getting done, which brings me to the second point. If you are scared that your systems are not going to work, there is an easy fix. Just test them. 
You should never put an automation out into the world unless you have tested it. You have tested it with, with you know, a fake email and you ask your friends. Guys, if you're photographers, you have other fellow photographers or even your spouse or your mother. Have them fill out your contact form and make sure that they're getting the right emails. A little bit of testing goes a long way. Yeah, I, t- I don't send, well, most of the time I send some, I never send something out without testing it. I don't say never. So I have. And anytime that I haven't tested it, I'm like, oh, there's an error. <laughs> it happens every, every time. But yeah, and testing is crucial. And, you know, it takes like a couple of steps. I use Flowdesk for, you know, mm-hmm. my emails. And so I have some, uh, I don't know, some flow going on. And I had to get into my flow to make sure that it was going out the way I wanted. And, you know, it takes some time because it's separated by a couple of days. And so I, sh- I had to wait a couple of days to make sure it came exactly mm-hmm. what like I wanted to. And going back to not feeling like just a number. I'm working with one of my one-on-one coaching students, I guess. And she's pretty new. She's like a year in. And so she doesn't have like a huge booking. So, you know, we think like, okay, whenever I am this busy, that's when I need to start automating. Things. No, no, no. Let's automate it now. Let's do it now. And she was getting compliments like, oh, wow. I just thought you were just some mom with a camera, but really, I mean, you have this whole like professional System. thing yeah it looks good yes. <laughs> it looks good so it makes you look good too so saves you saves you money and makes you look awesome i mean i hear that a lot even it, i hear it from my my course students and i hear it from the people that i've done vip day setups they're like oh my gosh Coley, like i set out this proposal and i got a response that was complimenting me on how professional it is and how awesome it is and how easy it was to actually confirm the booking and pay money guys Whatever kind of friction you have in your business for people to apply to work with you, for people to actually pay you money, you have to get rid of that friction because every time that they have to stop and come to you and ask you to do something or wait for you to send them another form, you're giving them an opportunity to walk away from the process. Whereas if you're sending them like an automated booking system where it's pick your offer, sign your contract pay your invoice, and it can all be done in less than five minutes, you are way more likely to get that actual sale than if you're doing it step-by-step, waiting for them to tell you what they want. Then you're creating a custom contract. Then after they sign the contract, you're sending them a custom invoice. Like all of that is so a decade ago. Please don't do that in your business. It's so a decade ago. (laughs) (laughs) So we could totally go and talk about, you know, automation through like booking and emails and confirmation, which I think people are starting to grasp that that's important. I hope, I hope you're starting to grasp that that's important. Like we could keep talking about that. Obviously there's a million things that we could say, but I kind of want to dive into some things that are not automated that you see on your end that maybe people should be automating. Ah, I mean, I feel like this is the number one thing that people forget to do if they're doing their own system setups, and that's adding payment reminders. I don't like to chase people for money. No one in this day and age should be chasing anyone for money, but you go into like Dubsado or HoneyBook, you set up your payment amount like, hey, I want you to pay me $350 to book. I want you to give me the balance one week before. And then you don't get paid because you didn't remind them that they owed you money the week before. And so I feel like the one thing that you should be automating, I mean, it should honestly be like one of the first things that you do is writing payment reminders. And the funny thing is, I don't think that those should be oozing with personality. So they should be really easy to write. It's just like, hey, you have a payment of this much due on this date. Please let me know if you have any questions. Click below to pay your invoice absolutely no personality. But 
how much stress could that take away from you? Then you realizing two days before the session, oh my gosh, they didn't pay me. Okay, well now I'm sending them an email. Is it too close to the session? Well, what happens if they don't pay me before the session? Like that is just a way to really ramp up your anxiety and add stress to a situation that just doesn't need to exist in the first place. So you're a Dubs Auto user, right? Yes. Okay. I'm using Irisworks right now and I like it. It's not really missing anything except for I can send a payment reminder one week before the session, but there's no way to automate that I know of. There might be a way. There's no way to automate it to remind them to pay if they hadn't paid, right? And so the only way to do it would be to just send it again, but then it creates a whole new invoice. And that's like a whole nother thing that's, I don't want two of the same invoices. So mm-hmm. I'm hoping to switch. No, I am going to switch to Dubsado when my year runs out because I accidentally paid for a whole year on Iris and I missed my date. So I'm switching over to Dubsado. I used to be a Dubsado like seven years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I didn't like their booking calendar because it was brand new. It was in beta, which apparently it's still in beta seven years later. It is. I mean, yeah. we could have a whole conversation about that, Brittany. It's technically, <laughs> I mean... It is in beta, but they've really just left that label on to kind of cover their butts. The other thing is they they have promised us a lot of upgrades and we haven't gotten them yet on the scheduler. But one thing that I just tell my clients, if you don't really want to use the booking calendar in Dubsado, don't. Like use Calendly or use Acuity until it gets where you want to. But for the majority of photographers, the scheduler in Dubsado is just good enough. Yeah. And I like how the workflows in Dubsado are a lot more flexible, flowy, (laughs) customizable. Yes. Many more things that you can automate. I'm sorry. I'm going off on a tangent, Brittany. I apologize. I I know. I'm excited. I cannot wait to get back over to Dubsado. I'm sad that I left, you know, however many millions of years ago. Iris, I, I do love Iris and I think it's good for majority of people, but you know, adding in this podcasting, podcasting stuff and coaching stuff. And I was like, I just, it's not getting done what I need to get done. And I'm having to use Zapier to connect so many things, which is good. I mean, like I love Zapier, which we can get into a whole nother conversation. Do you use that? I do, but I I do want to tell you two things. I I can't help myself. I apologize. Don't wait until your year is up. You want to actually switch two to three months before your year is up um, to give yourself enough time to get everything over, to get it situated. I mean, I think that you should immediately put your new contact form on your website and start bringing new people into Dubsado. But like you want to give yourself a little grace so that if you haven't moved over all your clients, all that jazz, you have time and capacity in order to do that. The second thing that I will say is that one of the things that makes Dubsado and HoneyBook also like really good is that when you are making the offer, you can make the proposal or the smart file brochure look very similar to your website. So you're showing them your art at the same time that you're actually asking for the sale. And I know that that's not an automation, but it really does help people remember why they inquired with you in the first place. And it makes it more likely that they are going to commit to the session versus if you're just sending them something that's like a 90s generated invoice that's like, hey, I charge $1,500 for this session. Please pay me. Thank you. Yeah. I don't. That's another thing that I don't love. Iris is it's blue and purple, which I, I love the colors. Not They're your beautiful. colors. Not my colors. Not my fonts. It's not very customized in that way. And I'm like, well, you know, so I won't use the form on my website because it ruins the aesthetic. <laughs> so that's a whole you know, thing. But that's um, a whole other thing. I know. A whole other thing. But I can't. I cannot put everyone. You know, they're like, oh, just put this lead map, and I can't do it because it messes up the beauty of my beautiful website. 
And that's, you know, something that I'm working through and maybe Dubsado will allow a little bit more flexibility in that. Oh yeah. You can make it any color that you want. The fonts that, yeah, the buttons, all of it. Like if you never want your clients to see the word Dubsado or any of Dubsado brand colors, which is also, I don't know what it is with these CRMs. Dubsado's brand color is also like a a tealish green kind of thing. But if you don't want your clients to ever see the name Dubsado or their brand colors, everything can be customized to where it's yours. It's not rainbow anymore. It used to be like all those like rainbow triangles. No, that's the icon. But oh, okay, the okay, actual okay. like brand color is mm-hmm. like, it's like the teal color inside of that rainbow. I mean, because I love their rainbow icon. It goes very well with my glasses and the rest mm-hmm. of my branding. But everywhere else, it's like, I don't know. It's just a shade darker, maybe a couple shades darker than that teal color that's in the Iris Works brand mm. fonts and palette. Yeah, I just, it's a weird color and I don't know why everyone uses it. I know I it's it's okay. It's just not my thing, you know. I'm I'm like muted colors and which is, you know, that's neither here nor there. Do you find yourself dreaming of spending your time more intentionally but also have a desire to build a business that serves you and your family well? Do you start the new year with the best intention to get organized and crush your goals but get overwhelmed because you just aren't naturally an organized person? Then listen up. I've created a planner for the photographer and creative business owner who are overwhelmed. It's for those who don't consider themselves naturally organized, for those who are creative thinkers and also believe routine is the same thing as a rigid structure. The Capture the Chaos Planner will show you how to create rhythm in your life and business that actually creates more time and freedom. Does that sound like a dream? You can take a tour of the planner and order yours at brittanyrenee.com slash planner collection. That's B-R-I-T-T-N-I-E-R-E-N-E-E dot com slash planner dash collection. Or you can text planner to 469-689-6983 and I will send you the direct link. Be sure to use podcast 15 for a 15% off discount on your order. Let's jump back to more. Actually, we're kind of on the topic with like branding and automation. Like how can you kind of merge this robotic thing with what your brand is and like what you want people to feel like. I know obviously our words can go in there and our Mm -hmm. colors, but like what are some of your hot takes on this subject? Well, I mean, I I, I don't want it to, I don't want this to turn in just a Dubsado conversation, but in the case of Dubsado, you, your clients never have to see the word Dubsado. So all my clients see when they click on any of their forms is clients.coleyjamesphotography.com or you see hello.coleyjames.com for my Dubsado clients, but that's all you see. My logo is everywhere. The email signature has my picture. It has links. It has colorful buttons. Everything that a client sees from me from the moment that they land on my website until I deliver their gallery, honestly, in pick time, all of it looks like me and has my brand elements inside of it. And so that is how you can make sure that you have the most seamless client experience that you can get from the moment that they find you on Instagram or your website, all the way through the booking process, and then the planning phase, all the way until you deliver, and you ask for that feedback and testimonial. So I mean, and some CRMs give you, you know, a little bit more than others. Like you said, in Iris Works, you can't change the colors, but Iris Works is actually one of the only ones that you can't change the colors. So if you're not a Dubsado user, you know, don't be too upset. In almost every other CRM, in the very least, you are able to change your button colors to one of your font colors. You are able, or one of your palette colors, you are able to add your logos to things. And so this just makes it feel 
like your client experience is not very disjointed because it's, you know, they're on your website. They see all these beautiful images and all your words. And then if you land them into like a CRM situation where it looks like it's a completely different program, it doesn't have that same feel that your website did, your clients are going to notice. I mean, they might not care, but they're certainly going to notice. And it's, it's just best to keep everything cohesive. You know, everyone uses, is it called use session still or is it called yes. sessions now? Does, do you Either think one. that has like, does that have the automation? Co- it used to not have the automation capacity that I was looking for. Like it doesn't have like specific, it didn't. I don't know what it does now. Some people say yes and some people say no. I'm, I'm really confused. Do you know anything about it? I do. And I actually recommend use session specifically to power mini session users. So if you are someone who offers a lot of mini sessions in your business, or you're offering them at different times of the year, I actually feel like the setup for mini sessions in use session is easier than Dubsado. Now, HoneyBook has a new session feature like for their lead forms where you can have people book directly off your website now, but still use session is one of the only ones for mini sessions that will let someone land on your website, pick a day and time sign a contract, and then pay you money. So from that perspective, use session is like a very simple way to get volume business booked, but it does not offer the brand customizations that regular CRMs do. It does not offer like a lot of the workflow actions and triggers that other ones do. I know you can send a questionnaire, but you can't watch that questionnaire. And if your client hasn't filled it out, like send them multiple reminders, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm in love with a CRM that's kind of like a whole service app, if you will. Like a lot of the reasons that you want a true CRM is so that it can watch your proposal. And if someone has not accepted your offer, paid you money, you can follow up with them multiple times, either completely automated or you set up something that you want to go in and do like five minutes worth of tweaking to. But you can track whether or not they have accepted the offer and you can do some automated follow-ups in order to get them to pay you the money. Speaking of many sessions and like volume offers, I really like putting those booking links on my website because then we're going back into like how getting your website to work for you. I always put my sessions on my website. So that way everyone has to go to my website to book and they click my iris booking link. It's just like a picture. It's, you know, I got to keep it on brand. So it's just a picture they click and then they're taken to my iris booking page. But by doing this, I was able to get my website to rank like top two in Dallas for DFW mini sessions. And I think, is that what you're talking about with you sessions? Like it's on your website or is it? it Actually, I don't think I'm actually not sure if you can embed use session on your website. You can do that with like a Dubsado public proposal or a Dubsado lead capture scheduler. And you can also do it with like HoneyBook's new lead forms. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure though, if you actually take the use session and embed it on your website. My guess is no, but if I'm wrong, you guys are, feel free to come yeah. hit me up on Instagram and tell me so. And there's so many different CRMs, it's impossible to know how every single one works. And so- Oh, well, I try, Brittany. I try. <laughs> I bet you do as like as this, I would call an expert in systems and automations, if you would. Okay. So I want to ask you one more question. Okay. So we know that we should automate booking calendars. We should automate emails and the workflows leading up to a session and payment reminders. Is there yeah. anything else that you would suggest that we automate that we maybe don't think about? I mean, Brittany, it seems like such a small thing, but I want you to automate 
saying thank you. <laughs> Every time your client does something that you tell them to do, whether it's booking a session with you, paying you money, booking a call, whatever it is, it is very easy in most of the major CRMs to watch that action and then automatically send an email after it has been completed. And in my case, I am always immediately sending an email because it does two things. It first of all confirms that you got it because when they fill out a client questionnaire, they might get a little pop-up that says your response has been received, but getting an email that confirms it just puts their mind at ease that they've done what you told them to do. And then saying thank you is just nice. Can we all be nice humans in our business? And when we're asking people to pay us a lot of money, say thank you. When we're asking them to take 10, 15 minutes out of their day to fill out a client questionnaire, say thank you. It's not that hard. Be nice. Be nice, people. People will appreciate that. And you know what? There's a way to automate that. There's no way for me to automate that. And no, there's no way for you to do it. No, sorry. I wonder if I could set up a zap that would automate it for me. I don't know if Iris connects to it, though. Yeah. I mean, I would imagine that the zaps that come out of Iris would be very limited. Again, if I'm wrong, Please no, feel I, free to hit me up on Instagram and let me know. Listen, that to you're audience. right that it's limited. But I mean, there's limited ones coming out of Dubsado. Like I can't zap anything out of Dubsado related to the scheduler. So when someone books a consultation call, a coaching call, a mini session, whatever it is, there is no way to zap that appointment day and time out of Dubsado. It's one of my biggest gripes. So if I can't do that in Dubsado, like I doubt you can do it in Iris. But yeah, that's just my yeah. guess. That's a bummer. If you don't know what Zapier, Zapier, Zapier is. It's um, Zapier like you zap someone. Yes, I say it wrong all the time, which is perfectly okay. Potato, tomato. That Um, part. (laughs) I love Zapier. Zapier, Zapier. Now I can't do it right. Um, (laughs) I love it because if there's something that's not automated in your business, you can go and you can probably connect it. I have it with my, this is not photography related, but with my planner and like with coaching and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. I have it create folders for me, my Google drive, and I have it added to my Flowdesk emails and things like that. So you can, anything that's not automated in your booking or in your CRM, you might be able to automate with Zapier. So I want to say, guys, Zapier has a new AI. First of all, if you want to try Zapier out, your first five zaps in any account is free. Yeah. So please get a free account. The second thing is they now have an AI tool where the little prompt opens and you get to tell it in human words what you want it to do and it will build the zap for you. So for example, Brittany, you just said, I want to know if I get a booking in Iris, can I zap it to blah, blah, blah. I encourage you when we get off this call to go to Zapier, open it up and type in when client books or when new project created in Iris Works, whatever it is you want to do, can I do this? And if it's possible, it will show you the possible Zap to do this. That's number one. Number two, I want to backtrack. You said, is there anything else that we should be automating? So Brittany has given us like the perfect opportunity to talk about the fact that it's okay to change CRMs. But what I encourage everyone to do right now you are not currently doing it, I want you to set up your free Zapier account. And every time you get a lead in your email marketing program or inside your CRM, or every time you get a booked client, you should be zapping those people into a spreadsheet or a database. I love Airtable. We would have to have an entire new conversation on what that is and how it works. But basically, it's it's a Google Sheet on steroids. Like it does all kinds of things for you. But the actual act of just zapping your people into one central location does a few things. Number one, 
If you want to know anything about your clients, you can go to that one location, which is amazing. But number two, if you ever get into the position where you want to change CRMs, at least you have a good piece of your client data living somewhere other than your CRM. Because all the CRMs that photographers use, there's really only one or two that do a good job of letting you automatically export your data. Everything else, you're going to have like a few hours of either your time or a virtual assistant to manually move your clients over, which is a real bummer. When I switched from Dubs Auto to Iris, I never manually moved everyone over. I just made them like create new profiles as they went in. I mean, because I use a booking calendar, so it just kind of automatically mm-hmm. did it. But, you know, if I would have had to do that by hand, if I didn't have the booking calendar and it was a nice way to like clean people out as well, like people who weren't working with me anymore because I didn't move them over because they never booked with me again. So, uh, but yeah, they would have been really nice to have a spreadsheet and maybe. Yeah. I mean, for lifetime client value, this is, I mean, this is really getting into the weeds at this point, Brittany, but I'm a firm believer that at any given point in time, if I ask you, who are the top five people that have spent money with you? You should be able to tell me that. And you should be able to tell me that without spending an hour looking in your Stripe account or looking in your Iris Works or your Dubsado CRM and trying to figure out how many times someone booked you and how much money they gave you. And if you start now, the process of zapping everyone out, their name, their address, their email, and how much money they paid you. If you're putting it in something like a Google sheet or you're putting it in Airtable, you are going to be able to search for that person and with a formula, probably get the lifetime client value that you get. Now, this is really good for sending out client appreciation gifts and, you know, checking back in with people if it's been 18 months since you saw them. I mean, this is how you enable yourself to continuously book your calendar with repeat clients without doing a lot of extra hard work. That when you said, if you haven't seen them in 18 months, that's a really good point. If you had something that was automated so you could see visually, I'm right now, I'm having to remember, I'm like, you know what, who I haven't seen yet this year, they haven't come through on my booking calendar. And so I'm like randomly just emailing people, which like, Hey, how are you doing? What's going on? Maybe I should send them a coffee. That's, you know, another thing though, because we like to be nice. People. I mean, you know, you could automate. Are you doing that, Brittany? I mean, maybe you don't want to do it for your family photography clients. Automating coffee? You- what? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I got your attention now. So let's say for your coaching clients, because that's a way more realistic use of this. But when someone books your coaching, if you're already zapping them somewhere, you- there's zaps where you can buy people coffee. Like it will automatically send them like a Starbucks gift card. So if you need help after we finish this interview, let's chat. <laughs> If you book a coaching call with me from now on, you're going to get zapped to coffee. Yeah. It's happening. Oh my gosh. That was worth every zero (laughs) dollar that I just gave you for this interview. Oh, you're so silly. But no, I mean, everything, I, I want everyone to think about a list. And even if you don't have a virtual assistant, like every single little thing that you are doing for your clients, whether it is you know, sending the client questionnaire, uh, giving them directions to the park that you're meeting at. Like if you're doing these things with more than one client, chances are they can be automated or at the very least you can create a template so that it's there. And all you are doing is with the click of a button, you are sending whatever it is that you've been doing over and over again. I want people to stop doing repeated tasks that Uh, that robots can do, that your CRMs can do. It's like my whole mission in life. Anything that can be done by a robot, you should probably ask the robot to do it. 
Amen. That brings me to just a shameless, shameless plug. Not even shameless. It's my podcast. I can do whatever I want. The planner, the planner that is coming out in 2024. If you have not bought it, there's a whole section that you can do a time audit or a brain dump Mm -hmm. and dump all the things that you do for your life and your business. And then if it's happening on the daily, on the weekly, on the repeat, you can probably automate it or batch it or outsource it. <laughs> it's like, what's yeah. that other word I was going for? You can probably do one of those things if it's something that is happening regularly. So shameless, shameless plug for you there. I mean, right. that's why we have podcasts, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I think three times in this conversation, I have almost said, and I have this for you. And I'm like, no, Coley, this is not your podcast. Be quiet. <laughs> Actually, now's perfect time. Tell us all the things that you have for us. Oh, so, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> so when I was talking about the fact that you should be zapping your clients into an Airtable hub or even a Google sheet, I finally created a low ticket offer inside of my template shop that will help you do that. For, yeah. I mean, I'm sorry, because I, I realized that it's a very difficult thing, but after preaching to my course students and then like just photography, photographers at large about the need to have all of your data centralized, people come back and they're like, Bacoli, isn't that why I have a CRM? So your CRM handles those kinds of things, but you're probably still sending emails from something like Flowdesk. So again, two different pieces of software, your client data is living in both of them. Why not put them in a Google spreadsheet or an Airtable hub where you can see all of that at once? Like when did someone opt into your mail-in list? How long did it take them from when they opted in until they actually bought a session from you? Like these are questions that you can answer inside of an Airtable hub very easily, along with how much money has someone paid you? When's the last time that they had a session with you? Like my hub will answer all of those questions for you. And all it takes is about five to 10 minutes of setting up some free zaps in order to get you there. Oh man, that sounds really awesome. You're gonna give me the link. I'm gonna put that in the show notes so you can click over and check that out. And I will be clicking onto it as soon as you send it to me because um, I'm not very familiar with Airtable and I know that it's a good piece of equipment, but um, I would love to know more about it. So okay. is there anything else? Okay. Well, you have a podcast and I it, do. What, creative. No, it's business, business first, creative. first creative. And listen, guys, we're about to record an episode with Brittany, but you're not going to see it a while because uh, Miss Coley <laughs> records her episodes very far in advance, but I have a podcast. It's called business first creatives. You can find me, my podcast, my system setups, my online course for Dubsado and HoneyBook is coming soon over on coleyjames.com. That sounds awesome. This is filled with just little gold nuggets that I hope everyone, I don't be afraid of automation. That's what I want Mm-mm. you to take away from it. And it can help you. It can help you. That's, that's that. So yeah. I really thank you truly for being here with us and sharing all your amazing knowledge. And I really appreciate it. Thank you, Brittany. <laughs>